Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Royant Sons Heating, Air Conditioning and Plumbing, a service experts company, seven-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, six-time winner of the Best of London, two-time winner of the Best of Home Stars, and the Top Choice Award. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, those phone lines are open. So give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Good morning, Mr. Gilbert. Good morning, Mr. Inch. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. Um, just update 674 on the way to 700 of uh, Facebook likes on the oh, Roy yes. Inch. Facebook page? Yeah, that's right. Nice. Just getting there. Voting for the Best of London still on. So right. please go to bestoflondon2019.hscampaigns.com. And what are we voting for, Peter? We're voting for Peter... No, we're voting for heating, air conditioning contractor, plumbing contractor, and media personnel. We want Peter, Steve, and Andrew put in for that one. Oh, wow. So okay. we added Andrew in because just trying to keep him on the nice side so he doesn't. Well, this show doesn't run without Andrew. That's right. Okay. Yeah, we, we <laughs> sure wouldn't do very well if Andrew wasn't here. Um, of course, we're the presenting sponsor of the London Knights radio broadcast on Global News Radio 9 80 CFPL. And this is an official anniversary date? It is. It is. What's this, what anniversary date is this? Boy, you just, boy, just forgetful, forgetful. The Continental Cup was here in London last year oh, at this time. Oh, uh, that's right. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. All right. Next. Yeah. There was some <laughs> guy in a yellow jersey that was always on TV. That's I right. I don't know who yeah. that was. And they played. Last week, I got a text from a guy out in Alberta that says, hey, your Continental Cup's on TSN. Yeah. So they were replaying it. But Did you see me? Uh, I didn't get the text till the next morning. Okay. I'd gone to bed early. Right. You know, I, I go to bed a little earlier now than I used to. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it's right now it's in Las Vegas, and you never know. Could be back in London. You that never be, know. Wouldn't that be exciting? Yeah, it was a lot of fun, so... Will I still get to do the, uh, you know, the job I did last year? I don't know. I might do that job. <laughs> and you can stand and hand out the thundersticks. I don't know about that. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm probably not good at that. <laughs> oh, and I was. <laughs> you were amazing. What yeah. are you talking? Everybody had thundersticks. Yeah. It was very loud. It was yeah. a lot of fun in there. Uh, so what were you up to last night? Uh, well, it uh, there was a uh, fundraiser uh, that was going on for um, some mission work in uh the Caribbean, and so there was this play that was on. It was called. It's called the Downs. It's done by one person, um, and it was absolutely fantastic. So yeah. yeah, where was it held at? It was actually held at Four City Community Church in yeah. the uh, main auditorium. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah, it was uh, great. Great attendance, and uh, it was certainly it was everybody there really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's been playing for quite some time, actually. Really? And did you invite Andrew and I? Did we get an invite to come along with you? Did you get an invite, Andrew? Um, no, 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 I didn't. No, no I, I didn't either. Well, so, you, sure, you Facebook people, you know, because if you looked at my Facebook, you'd see Steve's going to an event. Well, <clears throat> and then, but you can't, don't. Can't apparently, you invite? <laughs> apparently, you don't 
look at my Facebook. I, I you know, I'm so busy. I, <laughs> oh. I, I don't have time to look at Facebook. You know, it's, it's snowing oh, out. It's, snowing. it's cold. It's Sprinter snowing, yes. went away. Yes. It's now winter's here. You know, I, I was, I've been busy. Okay. We had a big presentation to make at, uh, last, uh. Last, uh, last month. No, Thursday year. I was going to say last night, but that would have been Friday <laughs> night. It was Thursday night. Oh, I see. At, at Palisade. Okay. We were there, the whole Roy Inch team. Yes. Yep. You didn't do, what team were you on? You had me on the, on the blue team. But yeah, then you, I got called out on a, on a sales call, so yeah. I left. It, you didn't win. You weren't first, second, or third. Sorry. Well, that's, you know, you, you had me working, so I was only allowed to drop in and drop out. So there you go. Well, we were hanging medals. And I'm, and, I'm sure you were. And there was no medal for the blue team, unfortunately. So well, you, mu- you must have been the weight. You must have been what was holding the, it down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no. Holding the back is what I was. So it was yeah. best that I just came and left. Well, it was a lot of fun. Ping pong, I got my... I got my mojo back. You in would ping enjoy pong. ping pong, but yeah. yes. Yeah. So yeah. I went over and played against Chris and ping pong, and and Chris is a good ping pong player. Is yeah, he? yeah, he was. It was a good battle. Wow. So I guess there's going to be a ping pong table installed in the Roy Inch lunchroom or something, or yeah. in the back shop. Yeah. As soon as we get that 2,500 square feet next door. Okay. And then we'll just put the ping pong table in and the you know, big treadmill. screen TV to watch the curling. Okay. And, you know, I'm in. Maybe, maybe we could put a little gym in. Just so it looks like we're really... You yeah, this is for the employees, <laughs> yeah, yes. This yeah. is their relaxation area, Yeah, yes. we could do that. So. Okay. Now, we got a quick question. How often should I change my furnace filter? Uh, it really it depends on the furnace filter. There are many thicknesses and types. So um, depending if it's a one-inch filter, and I mean one-inch thick, uh, then you're going to want to change that anywhere between one and two months. If it's a four- to five-inch filter... Four-inch filters will only make six months tops. Um, if it's a five-inch filter, it'll make six six to eight months tops. Uh, so really, it just depends on thickness. And the MERV rating. Right. And when you find a filter that doesn't have a MERV rating, don't buy it. Because that doesn't tell you how, how efficient it is at collecting the dust. Right. So there is filters out there without MERV ratings, and we don't recommend to purchase those should buy a 10 to 12, somewhere in that area. Mm-hmm. If it's possible, yep. And then if you uh, have allergies or whatever, you can move up from that, but you have to be careful not to get too high of a MERV rating because it can block airflow. Right, and then that'll cause you your furnace to overheat. So we're going to take, <coughs> excuse me, dealing with a little throat problem today, Steve. Only because you're going to be reading my song, which is playing <laughs> first. That's the I, throat problem. I don't know. I'm getting it. You know, I don't think I'll be able to do that. Well, if you have one of those, it'll clear your throat problem. That is for certain. <laughs> what? One of those? Oh, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so when we come back, you can hear what Steve's talking about, but the call, uh, the phone lines are open. So give us a call at 519-643-2222. Or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. Go 
Go ahead, Steve. Something's still in my throat. I know. Uh, see, if you just sip on a little Tennessee whiskey, that would clear you right up. And why was that song playing today? Well, because it was my topic, and I decided to pick uh, male vocal country songs. And so when you picked it, you probably sent in that song? I did. Which you always complain that I do. I pick it and then send in my song. No, so. but you try to you try to pick it. You try to get the topic out of me first before I get to pick. So that just didn't it didn't work that way for you. Well, congratulations. And, and how did you do? Um, uh, mine will not play. Oh, that's a shame. Who would Who would have thought that Red Solo Cup by Toby Keith <laughs> would not play? You know, like come on, everybody knows that song. They sing it. You know when it's playing and. But. It's one of your favorite songs, eh, Andrew? Yeah, yeah, it's oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyways, it was number five just out of the, now the one in front of it, I gave Jamie a hard time on Tuesdays that he picked that song and I don't know how it could ever be playing and it finishes fourth. So I'll have to apologize to him when I see him next. So. All right, Jamie has a statement to make. <laughs> yeah, that took long, didn't it? Thanks, Jamie. Really appreciate that. Uh, the real question is, why did you get to pick the song? And I, I already said that, Jamie. I just said that I finished last, so I get to pick the category <laughs> from the week before. So anyway, yeah. all good. So Dan will pick next week's category because he finished last. Yeah. And we already know what that one is, which is Beatles next week. Yes. So that would, that would be interesting. Um, question. I have an Ecobee thermostat and sometimes I get an error code showing up. What could that be? Well, the error code, uh, if you look in your, if you look in your manual, uh, it'll, it'll identify what that error code is. So, um, now some Ecobees, you may have to look online for that book because I don't, sometimes they don't come in the box. So if that's the way, then you just go online, look at the error code. Also, Ecobee has a really, really good 1-800 number, and if you call them, you get to their technical people, and if you said my thermostat had an error code E473, they would tell you what that is, or you could just call us for service. If we put it in, we'd love to come out and figure that out for you. And Ecobee continues to upgrade their product. You know, I think they're at Ecobee 4 now. Yes. Which talks to what? What's Alexis? Little oh yeah, well Alexis, and they also have Little B. Uh, little B are, are in are room sensors uh, that uh, you can place. Uh, I thought that was a rap singer, Little B. No, Little no. Little B is the is the little room sensors. Now you'll also know that Nest has come out with room sensors, so Ecobee's obviously had an impact on their sales, so they found it necessary to try to do the same thing that Ecobee had done. So Nest has room sensors, occupied sensors. So if there's an area house that your nest can't see and doesn't know that you're there, you can put one of those sensors in so it'll try and adjust and balance the house out. Now, do we know yet whether it's, it's compatible with the older nest or do you have to upgrade to the newer nest? I, that would be a question for nest. You'd have to just see because nest is supposed to uh, keep upgrading itself like Ecobee does. So when they're connected to the internet, they're supposed to you know, auto-update their software. Maybe we can call little B and see if they got an answer. <laughs> Uh, the other question here, this one's pretty easy. Do you work on oil furnaces? I don't. No. Do you? No. Okay. But our armchair quarterback could. If you're a customer of ours right. and you're an existing oil customer, we are not taking on any new oil customers. No, and it must have been an oil furnace that we sold. 
Yes. So we aren't even servicing furnaces that we didn't sell. And so our oil business in our case is shrinking. Um, you know, I would think we only have 10 or 15 um, that we still look at. Right. But uh, no, it's getting tougher and tougher to get, uh, find an oil furnace Well, company. it's tougher and tougher to find an oil technician. So, because yep. no one wants to take their oil license these days. No, and and unfortunately, it's it is a smelly work, which a lot of the younger technicians don't enjoy. So it's it's, but so our answer is no. We do not work on oil furnaces. Um, back to a filter question. It says, "How do you know uh, if your filter needs to be changed?" Well, the easiest way is for your thermostat to tell you. Um, so these new thermostats, you could program the time in to tell them that you want, after after six months or eight months or whatever, it'll come on and give you a reminder that it's time to change your filter. That's the easy way. Um, the furnace will tell you because all of a sudden you'll start hearing this whistling downstairs and it'll be like a high-pitched whistle. And so if you're walking by your furnace and it's whistling at you, um, what it's telling you is that it's really looking for uh, return air. So it's it's starving for air. So if you just go to your filter as it's whistling and start sliding it out, that whistling will stop immediately. And then you know your filter's plugged. Time to change. So if your dog is doing things that it normally didn't do, that could be because it could hear the whistling before you did, you know, that high-pitch squeal. So if the dog's barking or running around or acting different. And there's no squirrel. And there's no, there's no squirrel outside the window, <laughs> then, uh, you know, that could be a sign to check your filter. Now on the thermostat, is there a snooze mode? That well, you... not, not really snooze. You could just kind of just forget it and forget it. But the, the reminder keeps on coming up. Um, sure. And then the, the, the downfall is your, your filter is getting dirtier and dirtier and dirtier, which means it's getting the ability for air to go through it is lessening. So it eventually is going to get to 100% where air can't get through it at all, and then your furnace is going to go and trip out on high limit, and that's not necessarily a good thing. So, no, and a lot of times we see it tripping out on high limit and people don't notice it, and then finally that high limit gives out. So there's some that you have to go in and reset your like manually. Right. There's others that will reset by itself, but as it's going on and off on that high limit, all of a sudden one day it says... I'm tired. Yeah, and it breaks, and now you could be into a problem trying to locate that part. So definitely filter and maintenance is a... Your filter is the easiest maintenance you can do as a homeowner on your on your furnace. And so people forget that your furnace not only runs your heating, it runs your air conditioning as well. So keep you have to be mindful that, that if you're... If you, if you have central air in your house, that filter has to be changed on a regular basis. So if you've got the one-inch filter, it's it's every month or two months, you have to change that filter. Now, the um, if they needed to buy a filter, do we sell filters? We do. We sell filters right over the counter. Um, we even have a filter delivery program if you buy more than, so if you're buying one-inch filters, you have to buy at least buy a bundle so that uh, we can, and we'll drop them off to you or uh, you we have to, we sell them in packs of two on the, on the five inch filters. Now, can you buy other parts over the counter? At- Some, uh, we just can't, any, we just can't sell anything to you that for, let's say your gas furnace. So, or anything to do with a gas water heater, 
Anything with natural gas, uh, like a gas valve or pilot assembly, anything like that, we cannot sell to you. So there's, so we get that all the time, people coming in and, you know, I want to buy it. If they have a gas license, G2, G1, well, we can then uh, sell it because you're supposed to be experienced and taking responsibility for putting it in. Yes. But if you don't, it's only electrical parts that we can sell. Right. Um, we, we, unless, do you have a question there on your phone again? I was just listening to Richard. Listening. Okay. Reading. I'm sorry. Reading. <laughs> Richard. What Richard had to say. He just he uh, he just said that your filter not only does it trip the high limit out, but it also puts undue stress on the heat exchanger, which right. which leads to early failure. Right, and we're seeing more and more early failures on uh, product where you know they're getting ten years, eight years, and that product is failing. So right. Definitely could be an issue. I have a water heater. That's nice. It's leaking from the bottom. Uh-oh. Can it be fixed or do I need a new one? Cannot be fixed. And Can't uh, take some silicone and just, you know, patch y- it with a little silicone? You might slow it down. You might even try that uh, that that black uh, seal stuff. I wouldn't be spraying it around the pilot, though. Um, so I just, you know what? It's If your water heater is leaking from the bottom, it means it's over 10 to 12 years old. It's time. And it also can leak from the top. Yeah, the tops, uh, the top happens quick. So, um, mine, my tank before I had a tankless went from the top and it was seconds, minutes after, you know, so if it, if it, if you ever see a bead of water coming out of a spot on the top where it's corroded, cause it'll corrode first and then you'll just see some water forming. If you see that water forming, just turn it off because when the, it's, it's going to go in minutes. Is it like a waterfall? You know, do you kind of get it nice trickling down the side? Oh, it's not trickle, it sprays at at quite a force, so yes, yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty, so you could, you know, don't you have a pond with some fish, you know, so the fish could be brought inside? Not anywhere near where the water heater is, no, yeah. Your fish would be surviving well this year with the sprinter. I don't have any fish. You don't. (laughs) What happened to your fish? They're gone. By... Natural cause or by you're predators? Gonna make, you're going to make me say this. Uh, while we were away vacationing uh, this past summer, um, some animal, I think, knocked one of the tubes off my waterfall and my pond emptied. Oh, really? So really? You're, oh. fish need water. Yeah. You are, well, don't get a dog, Steve. <laughs> Just don't get a dog. That's all I'll say there. Um <clears throat> We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> Those phone lines are open, so give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Do you know what I've? Do you know what I've? I've just kind of figured out. You know, the country people drink a lot of whiskey. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is this a whiskey, a whiskey day or what? That was Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places, which I thanks I got Steve, so I know exactly where that's from, and that was picked by Richard. Yeah, armchair technician. Yep, second place. Look at that, Jamie, uh, two-time gold medalist. I haven't seen him yet. 
He hadn't played yet. Yeah, but I think he is playing. Yeah, he and is you're playing. a little bit you're a little bit sideways about that because you think your song's better than his. But Red Solo Cup just cannot figure it out. <laughs> I'm gonna Andrew. Have... Do not give in. He wants you to play Red Solo Cup, but do not give in. Okay? I won't. I won't. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna toss out my Wi-Fi. You know. Pump. You're gonna close your Spotify account. Yeah. Yep. That's <laughs> done. It obviously doesn't work anymore. So must be something new out there that I don't know about yet. Hmm. Maybe you need a Google Home. No. Okay. No, I don't. Do you have do you have an Eco B4? Because you could say, Alexa, yeah. pick my song next week. Here's the topic. And she'd probably do a better job. Well, I may just buy one just to try that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and if it works, <laughs> and then we'll change the name from Peter to Alexa. So. Okay. Now somebody's Alexa out there is now answering that question because it heard you say that. That'd be, that would be funny. Yeah. Especially if they're sleeping. You know, oh. <laughs> and it comes on and starts naming it. Now, it's going to be cold this weekend, right? Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Jamie Wilder said that maybe he could coach you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll talk. All right. It's going to be cold. It is cold. What do you mean going to be? It yeah. is. It's cold. So you're going to worry. I, we got two questions that deal with this, but there's going to be some freezing pipes. Absolutely. So the first one says, I live in a trailer park and my pipes are frozen outside. Um, number one, how do I fix this? And number two, how can I prevent it? Let's talk about preventing it first. So prevention, um, pipes, they don't like, obviously the wind makes them freeze the quickest. So uh, the best way, if it's at a crawl space or under a trailer or wherever you are, is you need to insulate either the skirt or the wall, the crawl space. You need to, and if if you've got a crawl space that's got a dirt floor, you need to put poly down on top of that crawl space. You just, you need, you need to, do some preventative medicine by insulation. So that's first step, first step number one, you have to do that. And then if you want, if you're trying to keep a crawl space, not only uh, dry, but you know, you could, you could keep it warmer, which actually helps the floor above it stay warm, is you, add, you need to add a little heat down there. So usually that just means one, one run off your furnace or in the case of a of a trailer uh, trailer skirt, you know you could you could access the ductwork because they run underneath trailers. As long as that skirt's insulated, you're not going to lose heat. You can dump some heat down there to keep your all your pipes from freezing. And it can be the way the wind blows a certain way. So we had at our Wellington Road store when we were there. Yes, there was in a, a kitchen upstairs on the second floor, and when we got a north wind, the pipes would freeze. Right. But if we left the doors open to, to underneath the sink, just left them open to allow heat to get in there, we wouldn't freeze. Right. So, and most of our winds come from the Northwest. So, um, it just, we always get hammered from Northwest winds. And the, when I'm doing assessments, usually that's the weak spot of a house is always on the Northwest side of a house. So, um, you just, you really have to do your due diligence. If you can't insulate or do any of that, you're going to have to use some sort of um, electric heater cable and wrap the pipe. Um, or you could sign know some people that even put little electric heaters underneath there. But that's all just, those are all just temporary fixes. You have permanent fixes, insulation, poly on the ground, and then add some heat. Yeah, and if you forget to 
turn the heater on or plug it in or right. it drops cold at night when you're sleeping and that can happen. Yeah. So it becomes, now you said that wind comes from the Northwest. Yes. We, Isn't that where you live? In I the live in the Northwest. Yes, oh, I do. So we just have to keep you from talking and the world will be a lot warmer out there. At least I'm not full of hot air. That's a good thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Nice. Okay. I'll take that as a compliment. Now you did handle the second question of how cold does it have to be? that I should worry about pipes freezing. It's, it can be minus two, but the wind chill right. can, can make that happen. So there's not really a number. And another interesting fact is your hot water will freeze first. So if there's a hot and a cold pipe, the hot water will freeze first. And why is that? Uh, I believe it's the molecules are spread out further, um, but I'm not 100% certain on that, on the science, but... Um, it just, it, I know it, I know it will freeze faster. Well, we'll have to ask the godfather of plumbing next time he's in. Yes. And see if he can give us a molecule answer. Yeah. And the, the only way to, to really defeat, if, if you can't insulate, you can't do this, and you know you're getting into a situation, if you just crack that uh, tap open a little bit and allow the water to run, it will not freeze. Right. Unfortunately, it's a waste of water to do that, so... It, and, but it doesn't have to be a big stream. It can be just a, no, I know. more than a drip. Right. It has to be more than a drip. But, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, in, in worst case scenarios. In worst case scenarios. If, if the water's running, um, it won't freeze. And, you know, we should all have our hoses off outside. The water should have been shut off to outside. I don't know. You and Sprinter, you know, you're, <laughs> I thought you'd be out there watering your flowers or something. No. No? No. But I... I looked at the grass and, you know, thought I'd I'm get sure the roller. I'm sure you got the lawnmower out. out. Yeah, yeah, cut yeah. the grass, yeah. yeah. Because mine's been serviced and ready for, January you know. 4th, Peter Inch out cutting the grass. <laughs> It'd be a picture <laughs> of that. So. Yeah. Now, we had a question come in. It says, if my furnace starts and stops, could that mean the filter needs to be changed? I'm sorry. You're going to have to, I, I know, I'm frustrating you, I know. Uh, Richard's giving me an answer to the w- hot water freezing first. Okay. Minerals drop out of the water when it goes through the hot water heater and is heated. So he's saying that there's less mineral, so it... So it's more pure water. And will just heat or freeze. freeze quicker. You can Google that if, uh, if, you, don't, if you don't think that that's right or call I, us and let us know. I'd Google that if I had my phone. But. Or you could talk to Alexa. <laughs> Alexa. Why does hot water freeze first? There goes another Alexa going off somewhere. <laughs> so back to the original question. If my furnace starts and stops, could that mean that a filter needs to be changed? If your furnace stops and starts st- and stops, goes on and off, on and off, on and off. It's kind of like your brain when we're talking not, here going on and off. Not necessarily. It, it could be a variety of things. If it's going like on and off, it could just be that the furnace is too big for the house. Okay. We call that short cycling. Yeah, could be the high limit. Could be the, the limit, yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of things. So really, it's not something that you're going to be able to diagnose as a homeowner. You're probably going to need us to come out and have a look at it. So how do they really know when they need to have somebody come out? Like, how do you know when it's something you should call? Well, when you wake up in the morning and it's minus two in your house, that's but <laughs> <laughs> that's a little late. So if your furnace is making a noise you've never heard before, so now you've got a brand new noise and it doesn't sound like it's a good noise, right? And everybody knows what that is. You should call. 
if your furnace is acting differently than it's ever done before. So really, I, th- I think everybody knows, like it, it just like driving your car. When your car starts acting a little bit differently, it's not a surprise to you. You, you really know that it needs to go in and see a mechanic. Same thing with your home. You know your home, you know, people know every sound in their house. So when you start to hear something that's different or off, then you really need to make a phone call and get someone to look at it before it becomes a serious problem. Yeah, like I use the example of if you were cleaning your car, which I know, Steve, you do that like I do every week. If you're cleaning your car and you have the doors open and you're vacuuming it and then you go to, excuse me, you go to start it and it won't start. You need to jump it. That wasn't, oh, I just had the doors open, uh, you know, that's why that is a sign that there's a problem with your battery. Right. And you need to take it in and get that fixed because if not on a cold day or a hot day, your battery's going to let you down when you really need it. So it's the same thing on a furnace or air conditioner. If for some reason something didn't work, it's really a sign to say to you, we need to get this checked. Now, regular maintenance does that. Right. Right. So regular maintenance, like the mechanic, he would check the battery and all the parts and, and they do it nowadays. They give you uh, stuff that you need to deal with now and stuff that you just need to put it on the list to deal with it in the next six to eight months. Yeah. Same sort of thing with furnaces and air conditioners. Well, we're going to take a quick break and the lines are open for your questions at 519-643-2222 or one 8664 Now that is a great singer. Steve. Is it? Yeah. Who is that? Darius Rutgers. Now, did I say that right? Because, you know, last week was such a, you know, Jim Croce. Croce. <laughs> My goodness, we're not crocheting. Jim Croce. We're going to go to the phone calls <laughs> so I can get away from that. Uh, Glenn, go ahead with your question. Yes, good morning. Um, I had a new furnace. It's about a year old. It has a humidifier on it set at 10%. And every morning when I get up, the big square window over the front door has about three inches of humidity going up. And also the bedroom, one of the windows in the bedroom has um, about two or three inches of humidity. And I'm just wondering, should I turn the thermostat on the humidifier down? It it reads 39% on my um, control. Now, do you have, um, is there curtains in front of those windows or? In the bedroom, uh, there's shears. Okay. But, uh, oh, yes, on the uh, window, the big square window above the front door has a shear on it as well. Shears should be okay. It's just when you get those heavy blinds that they can cause problems sometimes. Um, You don't, do you run your fan on a continuous? um, uh, Intermittent. It is on, oh, it's okay. So it's running more often than not. Yeah. No, that, that my first thought was to move air movement, to keep air moving, because 39% is not bad humidity in the home. Um, so I don't want to want to start making it less. Like we, you know, I'd like to keep it above 35. So you could adjust it a little bit, but normally if it's only one or two windows, 
Um, then we start looking at what's happening in those areas versus right. if all the windows in the house were sweating, then it's the humidity level. And the, and the register in front of that big window is is available, so you don't have one of those plastic uh, covers on it. It's allowed to blow straight up to the window? Yes. Okay. I wondered if it was because it's the upper level of the house that it was a higher point. It shouldn't matter if, if the fans, you know, if you're running your fan on a more continuous basis and and it's getting return air from all those rooms, it should, you know, it should not... Well, it's it's happening in your house, but are the are they the same age windows as the rest of the windows in the house? Yes. Okay. And and how old would those windows be? Um, the house was built about nineteen years ago. Okay, so you know my my mind starts going: Is there something with those windows? It's not I say the seal, but might not be the seal to allow moisture in between the windows, but the seal around allowing cold air to come in under the window and up um, could be a challenge there. It's it's hard to know, but you could you could try moving your fan from intermittent to constant and just see if that helps at all and at the same humidity level. And if not, you, you may have to dial it back just a wee bit and see if that clears up the problem. Okay, that's great. Thank you. You're okay. welcome. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Glenn. Bye-bye. Bye. And, and that's the challenge. Like, again, if it was all windows, you know, we're saying humidity in the home, but when it's just certain places, but it can be, you know, I have my front doors in an area that doesn't get air movement. So that can, can be a challenge. Yeah. It can be. Yeah. You, you having trouble? Well, no, just there's some static in my headphones. So I no, think it's... no, that's in your head. Oh. That's not in the headphones there. Steve. Wow. Okay. No. Moving, moving along. Moving along. So, um, you are pretty good at winterizing your place. What does it, what, what do you do typically to winterize your home? Well, number one is, you know, I always look at the caulking. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at whether there's a pipe or your uh, heaters or things like, or your electrical going through or your gas pipe going through or your windows and that going through, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things like that. Just make sure the caulking is sealed good around it. And if not, and it's usually, I do it in the spring. Because, you know, I'm washing the windows, washing the house, and right. then I get an eye, I can really take a look and say, I need to seal that up. Yeah. Well, we're going to go to the phone lines and we have uh, Carl. Go ahead, Carl. Yes, Carl. Yes. Uh, Peter, Steve, uh, Carl, downtown Middlemarch. Hi. I think you guys know where that is. I do. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, question about my uh, filter. Okay. Uh, and by the way, thank you very much for the 20 years of service. Well, thank you for spending 20 years with us. It's uh, looked after <laughs> as well. I have a little question about the filter. I noticed the last time we did our first check, the filter was a little bit thinner this time. Uh, it's, a ten, it's a 16 by 25 by 1, but I noticed it's, uh, the thickness has been reduced a bit. Do I, have I still, am I still maintaining my proper filtration or what MERV would that be? Is there, is there a MERV number on the filter, Carl? No, no, I don't, I, I, I can't see any MERV. So is it, is it a white filter? It's a white filter by Koch, I guess, K-O-C-H. Oh, so it's a, it's a MERV 8 filter then. So that's an 8. It's an 8. And typically those 1-inch filters, um. Used to be 1-inch, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three quarters so, now. Oh, so it's three I'm, quarters I'm, of an inch. Yes, it's yeah. it's a cost savings by the company on, on reducing their cardboard footprint. I'm sure. Um, it's still, even though the filter is a little bit thinner, 
it's still a MERV-8, and you should still get the same life expectancy out of that filter, Carl? Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's great. I just wanted to back that up a little bit there. No, I I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, and thank you again very much for being a customer for 20 years. We appreciate that, and and downtown Middle March is a happening place. It is. You got it. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Carl. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, we went through Middle March a lot of times. You still, you still do. Yeah, my brother doesn't live very far from Middle March, and we used to have the Inch reunion when there was a, a little in Middle March. In Middle March, in the Middle March Hall that was there. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I was a little guy. It used to be my neighborhood actually when I was. Yeah, uh, you didn't live very prior far from prior there. to working for you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. That was a bad day when we, no, I'm just kidding. Even you're what, like 25 years now? Right? 25 years with uh, working for Inch and Company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's been enjoyable all 25 years? I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course it has been. It's yeah, been great. Yeah. I've, I enjoy what I do and I enjoy helping people and um, it's good. And even doing this radio show, actually it's, uh, it's, it's been a great benefit to me. Well, and we enjoy your excellent work for us and, and how you look after customers. This is recorded, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have to I, I can use this later. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. The radio show part, I'll just hold <laughs> off on that for another year or so before I... So That's okay. No, honestly, you should be very proud of what you've done in the industry and how you've you've taken even what I'll call younger salespeople and help them grow in our company and help them grow, which are no longer with us that working elsewhere. They need to look back and appreciate what you've done. Thank you. And I hear you're good at emceeing too. So maybe uh, that's in your future as well. Who knows what, who knows what, what, you know, where, where it takes you. Now we should mention that we do have some specials on. So $15 off a furnace tune-up. So if you've never got a furnace tune-up, uh, it's not too late. Give us a call. It's $15 off, $60 off on a plumbing service call. So um, we do have plumbers working today. We don't have any on on Sunday, but they'll be back to work on Monday if there's anything needed. Right. And uh, we have our Advantage. Now, what is our Advantage? Steve? Our Advantage program is the uh, ability to, instead of thinking of your furnace, air conditioner, boiler, water heater, as a product, think of it as a service. So what we do is you pay a low monthly fee, and then uh, so there's absolutely zero money up front, zero maintenance costs, zero service costs. What we do is we come and we look after that equipment, and you're just paying a user fee. Much like you're paying to Rogers or Bell uh, for their cable or phone, uh, you pay us for your heating and air conditioning, and we will look after and maintain that. So if anything were to go wrong, like on a cold day today, if if the... If the furnace wasn't providing heat, you pick up the phone, we come out, we fix it, we walk out the door, and there's no money changing hands. And we give free filters and free water panels. Absolutely. So pay one price a month, and that's it. That's correct. You just don't worry about it, you forget about it. That's correct, yeah. Uh, there you go. Now, as we come to the end of the show, it's it's sad to say that we kiss by an angel, Good Morning, by <laughs> Charlie Pride, will be playing. Well, that's my favorite song, yeah, Peter. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless you can slip in little red solo. Not happening. But but that was picked by Jamie. So congratulations, Jamie. Fourth place this week. Uh, When we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 
or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS or online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show by going to RoyInch.com and hitting the Inch by Inch button on the homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from Inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. You've got to kiss an angel good morning And let her know you think about her when you're gone Kiss an angel good morning And love her like the devil when you get back home Well, people may try to guess The secret of a happiness Some of them